The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show, Shoot Your Shot. Paul said of the chosen one, John Gross of the boss man. John, did you know, listen to this, Granny Smith apples were named after Maria Ann Smith in Australia, 1868. That's when they were first founded. Do you, what's your favorite type of na- apple? Macintosh. Really? No brainer? No brainer. Fuji for me. <laughs> I knew a girl that could smell an apple and tell you what kind of flavor it was. Or bite it. Was it bite it or smell it? What? Yeah. You know what? You're a sick son of a bitch if you eat the uh, the dark red ones. What's that oh, one? Oh, I like those. Oh, no. I'm red over green, though, for sure. I could, eat, a, I could eat a good green. You don't like Granny Smith apples? If there's a nice, a nice red one right there. I went through phases. I went through phases. I used to be a Granny Smith guy, and then it got too sour, too sweet for me, so I moved mm. on to the old lighter color of the red. It's like a red and yeah, that's yellowish. The best one for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's so good. But I mean, you live and you learn. Apple is not the best fruit, anyways, so it doesn't matter. What's the best fruit? Bananas, easy. <laughs> no way. Yeah. You think bananas the best fruit? I've never seen you eat a banana. It's underrated. Do you eat bananas? Of course I do. I was selling blueberries for most of my life. Now I'm on. Now I'm in. Yeah, but blueberries are they're difficult. They're hard to come come by. They're un, they're overrated blueberries, except for like a nice pie, mm. little blueberry pie. Oh, there ain't nothing what like about it. A little uh, lingonberry pie, lollaberry pie. Oh, I'm way in. All right, let's get to uh, some of our stuff here. We got a big interview with the head coach of Long Beach Wilson. High school boys soccer, C.J. Brewer. A good friend of the show, actually. Listens to us a lot. Our boy. <coughs> C.J.'s a great guy. C.J. quietly has just been making a big impact in Long Beach for 10 years. I know. And they just won more league this year. 2019 more league champs. Hasn't been done in forever. No, it hasn't. Well, since like 07. But that's still a long time, if you think about it. So remember we that game. Ripping up the high school fields. Not the soccer field, because I wouldn't have lost my league if I played soccer. That's a fact. Uh, we actually saw CJ. We found out that they won we uh, more league at the Century Club, which was an unbelievable time. Century Club Bank went, went absolutely off this year. There were quite a bit of highs. There were quite a bit of highs, no doubt about it. Uh, Michelle K., thank you so much for the drink tickets. Thank you, Michelle K. Needed it real bad. Got there a little bit late. Had to go to the Milliken-Wilson soccer game. I, that was me. I got there a little bit late. Uh, went to the Milliken-Wilson girls soccer game. Showed up late. Uh, we were dead center in the front. There, How many tables were there? A hundred? Yeah, we were We were front and center. And we were, we the were front. facing everyone else. I know. It was sick. That was wild. Everybody was looking we at us. They were like the city. We were, the mayor didn't show, but we had the vice mayor there. We were sitting with him. Did you even know that? Yeah, D. Yeah, D. Andrews. That's my boy, D. Andrews. I always uh, see pictures of him. Yeah, we were sitting with him. He doesn't know me, but he's my boy. We're sitting with some pretty epic 
Elderly people? Should we, we say who it was? For sure. I mean, we're not going to keep it a secret. Uh, so Jerry Tarkanian, who was a big-time co- uh, college basketball coach, passed away probably a couple years back. Uh, he used to coach at Long Beach State. Kind of uh, took us to the promised land, honestly. Turned Long Beach State into a powerhouse. And uh, there to accept his award wa- was his family and his wife was sitting at our table. Probably the nicest lady of all time. Yeah. We were just we were just joking around with her ahead of time. We didn't even realize who it was. I thought she was some random old lady. Well, you called her out. You said, uh, "Yeah, she's she was like the first one to get into the dessert." It was like we barely finished our salads, and she's already eating the dessert. And I see some old lady across the table. I was like, "I was like, wow, already getting the dessert, huh?" And she's like, "Why wait?" <laughs> so right, she freaking ripped into uh, the NCAA in her speech. That was so tight. Yeah, that was tight. And how about when she said uh, she gave a little jab to the old 49er nickname? She said, uh, Long Beach State, the 49ers, I used to love that nickname. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this this lady, so apparently Jerry Tarkanian, way before my time and Paul's time, but apparently this guy freaking hated the NC2A. Yeah, he, was, he battled him and he his just, whole like, career. Yeah, battled him his whole career. And then his wife still is hates, and then his wife was like, she was like, and uh, the NC2A, and she was getting all pissed, and then the sun came up, and he, like, said more words about, dude, that family just hates NCAA. Well, they were, like, it was a, actually a known it's thing. It's been, like, 50 years. But it was a known thing, like, throughout college basketball that the NCAA hated Tark, and Tark hated the NCAA. I like, like all through his years, through Fresno State, through UNLV, he hated them because they were always going to war with each other. That was tight. Tark, was Tark the one that always would wear a towel? I think so. He always had, like, a towel on his back. I don't know. Who else got in- inducted that? Uh, Jim Knob was sick. Wheelchair oh, what marathon. Sp- what a speech. Holy shit. This guy was about to make everyone cry. He said it's not about... What do you say? It's not about... Uh, it's not about the medals and the, the awards. medals and the awards. It's about, about the, the friendships. friendships. Yeah. Yep. God, that got me going. Yeah. What? You know what I was pissed about? I didn't even get to I say put my, I, I put my arm around Paul's shoulder right when he said that. We started crying again. Yeah. We had a little teared up. I'm kind of <laughs> pissed that I didn't meet that guy. Tony Hill was also a joke, dude. He was so funny. Tony Hill. You remember who that was? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That guy was unbelievable. I was just wondering. This guy, this guy was like a 10-year. He got inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, but he was like a 10-year Cowboy wide receiver. Yeah. Like, Went to Pauly. Unbelievable career. He flew out from Texas for this and brought 40 people. Dude, how about when he shouted out? Uh, he shouted everybody out. Yeah, he made – and, like, all his old buddies from, like, the park from elementary school were, were there. All his old buddies from Polly were there. Yeah. He said, all my boys from the west side, and he said, all my boys from the east side. And basically, he made everybody stand up, like, 100 times. Yeah. Which Damn. is sick. We should have stood up on the east side. Yeah, that would have been tight. The Bulldogs, dude. East, east side, side Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Your boys. Uh, he probably he would be good friends with us. Oh, that guy was awesome. I w- did you see me? I left as soon as that is the thing ended. I beelined it to him and thanked him for his speech. Tony Hill. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you were that guy. I huh? got up. And, well, dude, the guy flew over from Texas gave us a twenty minute just absolute unbelievable speech. Now nah, you probably went up to you probably went up to him and he was probably like, "Who's this white nerd?" No, he he loved me. He was like. He th- he said congratulations to me because he probably thought I was also an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, he didn't. He didn't confuse that. We know that. He, he did say congratulations to me. I wonder what you so, won. Well, maybe he heard I lost weight. I don't know. Yeah, 
But oh, you you should have got an award this year. Yeah, it was kind of messed up. The committee doesn't like me. Yeah, the fact that I didn't get an award's a joke. Yeah. Dee Dee Rossi got an award. That was ridiculous. I just had Dee Dee Rossi right here last week. She didn't look any more of an athlete. <laughs> In fact, base. I, I would like to challenge Dee Dee Rossi to a foot race. Oh no! Because she did not look like any more of an athlete than me. If you think you can beat Dee Dee Rossi in a foot race, you're out of your mind. Yeah. You're done, dude. It's over. You can't race anybody else. I'm a foot racer. You can't. You can't be a foot racer if you can't beat anybody in a race. I know. Ah! How about your brother Scott? Just gr- just getting in my zone last night. He ice grilled you. Yeah, that was awful. He ice grilled you. He's like, dude, you can't even beat a peel in a race. Go to hell. <laughs> I kept telling him. Yeah. Scott's a big time listener of the show. He's probably listening to this. He, uh, <laughs> he kept ripping you. Like, how can you lose to peel? He's like one of the slowest guys of all time. And I'm like, you can't say that. He's standing right here. Know. He knows that. I bring it upon myself, though, because I like joking about it. But the minute someone else says something, I don't think it's funny. I just get very sad. Well, you shouldn't bring it up. That's your I know. Problem. But see, that is my it's my fault. That's yeah. my fault. Don't ever bring it up. Tuck it deep down and I don't think you know what it's like to be a foot racer but not be able to talk about it and not be able to win. It's like it's like if you're a vegetarian but you can't eat vegetables. I don't think that's even close to being the same. <laughs> if you were a vegetarian and eat vegetables, it's like uh Oh, you I guess you can eat meat. Or uh, beans. It's like uh, if you invented the PB&J sandwich, but then you got allergic to peanut butter. And then you couldn't have it? Yeah. Do you think if you invented the PB&J sandwich, you think that you'd eat it all the time? Yeah, I I realized when I went on that diet that that was like a staple of my diet in an America's diet, and that's like the three worst things. Do, do you like uh, creamy peanut butter or chunky peanut butter? I like it all. I probably per- uh, I don't even say... I like to mix it up. I get creamy because that's what my parents got. Yeah, I get creamy as well. But if I get a nice chunky. Oh, man, I'm way I like in. that. Yeah. When you go to like someone else's pantry and they yeah. got chunky, and you're like, whoa. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start getting both. Really treating myself. Yeah. Because it's going to last for like, what, a year? Oh, peanut butter lasts for six years. What's your favorite kind? Jif? Uh, what's no, it? you're a skippy guy, you weird asshole. No, I'm a Jif. Jif. Gif. No, it's Jif. I don't care, dude. I just, I just like peanut butter. Yeah, it's it's all good. Yeah, I me mean, apples. I don't I don't know, man. I don't even I, I literally don't know the difference between an apple. I just eat them. Yeah, you do. Granny Smith's the the green one, the sour one that all the all kids right, that like. That one stinks. Yeah, Granny Smith stinks. Yeah, they're fine. And I don't like this Mary Ellen Smith or whoever the hell we named her after. Either. Some Australian. Yes, she's got the like. Mo- no, it's Maria. Yeah. But I think the Spanish colonized colonized Australia. So that's why her name is Maria. I'll tell you who we're not going to ask about that is C.J. Brewer. I got to know shit about history. All right. Uh, Yeah, so we got C.J. Brewer on the show. Uh, Great interview. We got him in here in studio. Breaking news after they won the Moore League. Not to brag. Are we still talking about the banquet? I got a few more things to say. Okay, well, you didn't say anything, so go ahead. Keep it up. Apparently, this one chick won an award. She's a sophomore at high school at Poly. She's the highest jumper in America. No, it's Wilson. She's a Wilson? Yeah. You sure? I wrote a story about her. Thanks for reading my stuff. Huh. Uh, all right. So we have this ju- high jumper, Wilson, that's the highest jumper in America as a sophomore. Yeah. 5'11". Like, that's a huge deal. She jumped over you. She didn't jump over me. 
she could see that well, you knew this because we already talked about this on the show you said that it's deja vu you said that exact thing after i said she jumped over you really i don't remember that yeah. at all you've been it's because pre 30 pound john grossi was just blacked out his whole life so he doesn't <laughs> you're right shit. fat he, john was always on the verge of sleep he was like kind of just yeah you threw him away he's tucked deep down it's like uh it's like little voldemort inside harry potter mm. that's who you that's that's you that's you. That's little fat John. Is little Voldemort. <laughs> oh man. You got anything else? In well, the, I thought that was impressive. About the Century Club. There's also that that cross country guy. He's fast. Nah, you know. He also was a weirdo. Oh, he was pretty. Weird. I don't know if you're allowed to say that about a high school kid, but I think he knows. No, I think you can tell. He's funny. Oh, he's a funny kid for sure. Yeah. He was like sprinting up to the, to the po- podium to receive his award, which was kind of funny because he's not a sprinter. He's a distance runner. Yeah. Also, if you have to be a weirdo if you run cross country. Oh yeah. You can't be normal. Like no normal person is a co- cross country runner. No. It's a punishment. It's I say punishment. it all the time. It's literally a punishment in every other sport is to run except for cross country, which is like their job. How about Glenn McDonald, the other inductee? Do you think you can beat that kid in a race? What was the, his name? That kid, Will? Yeah. Hell no. He's a distance runner though. So am I. You don't think you could beat him in a race? He's one of the best distance runners in California right now. Yeah, but you can you could basically walk a distance. That guy was that guy was like a savant. Something's wrong with that guy. What about Glenn McDonald? We didn't mention him. He also got inducted. Yeah, he's super tight. How, how about when uh, he let it off by saying, I, "I wrote a speech, but I don't know if I'm gonna read it because I wasn't supposed to pass college." <laughs> oh yeah, that was funny. Because. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Tarkanian said uh, the NCAA got mad at them and said there's no way Glenn McDonald can graduate from college. That's what he said. That's, That's pretty messed up. Yeah. Believe in some people. Mm. Believe. Achieve. Succeed. I'm going to move on. Are you? Just tell me when you want me to move on. Are I'm you ready. Good? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. You sure you don't have anything else to say? Well, we went to the you, annex after. That was bringing any other bullshit up. Uh, the annex was a good time when we when we saw that one girl that we probably see once a year. Oh yeah, she, she recognized she, us. Uh, did she? I thought she got in big league to me at least. She probably recognized you because you were handsome. Yeah, well, no, she didn't recognize you because the last time you were there, you were fat. Mm. You always forget. Because I was like, oh hey, there you are, and she she was like, she's like hey, she's like who's this skinny kind of hot looking guy talking yeah, to me? Yeah, true. Hey, you went to Big Bear by the way. How was it? Yeah, it was tight. <laughs> <laughs> you look good in your little snow I was, outfit. Yeah, I did. I was. You look like an absolute scrub in those glasses, though. You look. Yeah, those glasses were ridiculous. But you have to wear those. You, you snow blindness. Blindness is a thing. Yeah. The sun reflects off the snow. Did you know that? Yeah, I. Uh, most people had like some hip looking glasses, and I just grabbed like my dad's weird racing glasses from the 80s or something but you can play it off as like being hip and sick that's the best part you actually looked kind of hip i was uh i was tearing up the slopes there's no doubt about it you got a pizza sometimes but sometimes you got a french fry french fries when they're straight yeah and pizza goes faster yeah slows down which way does the go go faster straight apparently what i was doing though was i was cutting across all the slopes Uh uh-huh and snowboarders were just like flying uh like taking huge falls because I would just cut them off. No way. All, all the way down the slope. No savvy, dude. Yeah. Absolutely no savvy. Well, I don't have time for these snowboarders. These new age th- think they're super cool. Yeah, but if you hop on the mountain 
It ain't your mountain, bro. Those guys are always on the mountain. You got to respect no. the mountain. They got to respect me. All right. Uh, I want to talk about a couple things before we get to the interview, all right? I was reading this the other day. The Queen Mary, you know the Queen Mary, the big-time boat over there? Ship. Yeah, the ship. Uh, apparently, it's one of the most haunted places in America. Yeah. Look, that's fine. I'm glad that we have a little bit of... First off, the Queen Mary sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, we got the Queen Mary, and that's terrible. Yeah, we could have got yeah. way sicker stuff than the Queen Mary. But they say it's one of the most haunted places in America. Who, Who's uh, judging this? Who? Where is the... Oh, we have that girl's card, the ghost girl. Yeah, but like... What, like, how? Like, how are we the most... How is it the most haunted? How do we know? Is somebody talking to somebody? Frequencies or something? There's got to be frequencies. The most paranormal sightings, I think. Like what? A brother got married on the Queen Mary. Yikes. Yeah. The Queen Mary sucks. I know. I totally agree with you. Because I, I, I thought I was like... Oh, I, I always try to give the benefit of the doubt. It's not fun. It's not cool. No, there's nothing good it's about it. It's a big I, old ship. They, what do they have on there? They, can you have dinner and stuff? Shit soup. I shit soup. Jeez Louise. Yeah, what's Watch wrong your with mouth. Me? I don't know what's wrong with me. You're making stuff harder for me. I got to go out there and cut that stuff. I know. I'm sorry. I'll say it again. They have shit soup. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that mean? It means that, like. Are you okay? No. <laughs> What is wrong with it you? It means I ordered a clam chowder there one time and it sucked. And oh. I was like, if, if you're a ship and you don't even have good clam chowder. I think ships are known for having shitty food, though. Think about it. Okay, so why am I going? It's it, The restaurant wasn't nice. It was like a bad, It was like a not nice restaurant with bad food. Can How do you... On a ship. Is the Queen Mary... Ship soup. Ship soup. Is the Queen Mary on land... Or is it in the water as we speak? <laughs> it's in the water. Well, I don't know. The maybe ship? Just, yeah, maybe they dragged it. It's in the water. The ship is in the water. I was going to say, maybe they dragged it on land to make sure it doesn't float away. I think it's anchored. Yeah, but those don't always work. I'd be down to, to sell it. Like, oh, What could we get for it? That's not a bad idea. Should we start contacting other cities? Yes. I think now we've hit it. Like, what is a... It would have to be a port. Ooh, I got one. It would have to be a water city. No, 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 no. I think we should give it to St. Louis and we take the arch. Mm. Now that'd be sick. The Long Beach Arch. Yeah. That's not bad. Or should we get the bean? Give it to Chicago? Oh, the bean ain't bad. But then we got a lot of people taking pics the of the bean. The bean's miserable. Oh, but there's going to be some baddies there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because I don't get the bean. Oh, here's my idea. Speaking of the bean, you know what I realized in Big Bear? Is that... This is my new business idea. 2028 Olympics, maybe. Ooh, countdown. How many? There days? was what? Probably 3,067. 3, There's probably like what? 3,000 people at Big Bear last weekend? No idea. I have no idea there. Not one of them would have been pissed off if they got to the mountain and there were no, like, there was no skiing, there was no snowboarding. If you just make a mountain or like a place. Any places where it's just, like, sick places to take Instagram pictures. That's all anyone cares about these days. 
okay. So, so here's my idea. You're creating spots. You're creating spots, but it's just it's just a, it's a bar, so you can drink, and a ski lift takes you to various Instagram places, and then that's it. I got basically one. what I'm saying is knowing like what's the bean? The bean is nothing, but now all of a sudden everyone's got Instagram and everyone goes to the bean. It's an attraction. Is gets, it gets people together? Did it, did, does it attract you? Are you it's, attracted it's, to it? It attracts a million people to go take photos. Before the phone, did they go? I there's no way it was that busy before the phone. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. So now all no, it is it is for sure using places to take pictures. It was for sure the same. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I've never seen a picture of it crowded before the phones. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Uh, I don't think so. I think all it is is people want to take pictures places. That's life now. Well, they could just Photoshop themselves places. Could. But that doesn't happen. People actually go. Adobe Suites is expensive. It's yeah, but everybody's got money now. Millennials, all, all millennials, they spend. They don't spend money on houses. They spend money on uh, software and stuff like that. It's true. I got one more thing for you. There is now, uh, one. I don't know if you read this, uh, a 125-bed homeless shelter in North Long Beach. Should we go? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the homeless shelter? You're the homeless guy. Yeah. I'm not homeless, but I respect the process. Yeah. Of the homeless process. Uh, what do I think about it? About the area over there? Uh, I don't think... North Long Beach is the right spot to have the homeless shelter. I really don't. But, <laughs> but. What? Yeah. Where do you want it? Spring in Palo Verde or Stearns and Bellflower. I don't mm. know. Have you been even been listening I, to the show? Yeah. When, when I've been talking? Yeah, yeah, But the good news is now that, first off, is 125 beds enough? No. They didn't think about it like that. Hey, how about the homeless guy that's been around forever? Do you know the guy? He used to always go to Los Altos Library. Black dude had a big beard. Mm, I don't know. I didn't. I never went to the library because I wasn't a nerd. So he's been around Los Altos forever. I saw him the other day. Still, like doing the same stuff, he's but clean shaven. Ooh, looking good. Really getting there. Yeah. Good Racers for him. Good a guy. Cheaper. He's a big part of our neighborhood. I like him. He's always been nice. So now, instead of. The homeless plan at the right old Rite Aid. I can move on with my my other plan to put all of the. It's a nightclub for out of towners who are. They don't have to go to sleep at two a.m. Mm, yep. So it's a late late night night nightclub. Paul, you've been getting a lot of credit from people for being like work on the homeless problem. But when's the last time you actually hugged a homeless lady? It's been a while. See, I haven't had the opportunity though. And do we know that that See, lady was homeless? I- she didn't have a home. Well, mm, she was not near a home. Because her home was in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. but She, she, she was essentially homeless. She gave an address. She though. didn't have a place to stay. She gave an address when. Bottom line is compassion, Paul. I showed compassion and you were just ordering tacos. But you were also, that was weird. I, got, I also got a pretty weird text the other day. It was like something like. From some number I don't know, it's like, hey, John, I need a little help with the truck. Like some, you mind pitching in for this or something? And I, I have no idea what it's talking about. But then I was like, maybe it's the homeless lady. Maybe I gave her my number and she found a truck. To drive cross country? Yeah. Yeah. And I, she wanted to know if I want to pitch in for like the, dude, this was actually pretty wild. 
Hey, John, I'm still trying to fix this truck. We need transmission fluid and a vacuum line. Think you would be able to help out with that? Is that a listener of the show? Who the hell needs me to help? I don't know what this is. No idea. Absolutely no idea. All right. If you're a listener, sorry, this is rambling on, but I got one more thing to say. Okay, let's hear it. This this better be good. Well, it was just, it was uh, really uh, cool. Wait, wait, before you say it, it am I going to be pissed after you say that? No. Uh, is it going to be like, is it going to waste my time? No, because okay. it's it's giving credit to a guy. It was really, really cool when you get like the Long Beach sports community together and, you know, you have a really passionate alumni of poly football. It was so nice for Stephen Barbie to show up in attendance and really support. Oh, oh, wait. He didn't show up to the sports banquet. Really? Mm, mm, tough. He didn't show so, up. So huh? weird because it was like it was such a nice opportunity to really become part of the community. Here you have Tony Hill, who is an absolute legend from Poly. You have oh, there's a lot of other Poly coaches there. Carl Bugs was there, no. But you know what I think happened was, and I don't mind it because he has that long commute to Santa Margarita or wherever he lives. Yeah, true. You know, it's t- that's and that's a bad look. And it's a gated community, so Very you don't want to get look. home too late. You're going to see the code on the gate. Very mm. bad look for poly football mm. there. Wow. You're a right. lot of coaches there. A lot of coaches that weren't even winning awards. Tons of coaches. Mm. Marshall was there for Milliken, huh. athletic director at Milliken. Hope you have a good excuse, Barbie. Wow, that's pretty shit. Even Munson showed up. Munson never shows up anywhere. You miss Munson. Niper was there. Munson showed up, had a few beers with me, then left. He goes, I got to go recruit. <laughs> That's so tight. God, he's so tight. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, well, I was going to say something. Big news out of Long Beach State Baseball. They're sponsored by Nike now instead of Under Armour. Very oh. big switch. That's one of the, my favorite things is telling which brands teams are. Nice. Yeah. And so Nike's back in track for Long Beach State big time. All right, uh, before we get to the interview, I want to talk about Michelle Kay, who, is this, I think she's sick. Yeah. Michelle. Maybe we should bring her some shit soup. Let's, let's bring her some soup. Probably, what do you think, what kind of soup do you think she likes? Uh, she's a tomato basil. I was going to say. Tomato yeah. basil, maybe. No doubt uh, about yeah. it. No doubt. That's easy. Uh, all right, Michelle, I'll bring you some soup later. She's your number one hardworking Long Beach realtor. She provides personal one-on-one service and has earned the trust and loyalty of hundreds and hundreds of clients. Michelle gives back to the community through twice yearly shred events and donates a portion of her earnings to the Long Beach Century Club. And she donates drink tickets to the Century Club banquet. And first off, I still don't understand how we got front row. Like, yeah, we, we were we're the star of the show. Center. Of this place, and Michelle, would, I think I would have, I was would have been sitting next to Michelle, but she was, she was a little under the weather. Mm. That would have been so much, it would have been such a good time. We'd have murdered it, mm. not literally, but figuratively. Download the Michelle K app at the App Store. That's Michelle with one L. Had a buddy text me about Michelle K the other day with two L's, and I corrected him immediately. Yeah, I said, get your shit straight, buddy. Yeah, Michelle with one L. Start searching for your dream home today. Better living in Long Beach. Dot com. Wow, you're so dominant. Back in studio, very, very special guest here, more league champ, head coach, boys, uh, Wilson Soccer, CJ Brewer. Congrats. That is me. I am here. Um, there are no video cameras, and I, like you guys, good-looking guy, you know? <laughs> so I don't really like the way my voice sounds, so this is not playing to my strength. And for the best-looking podcast duo 
with no video, I I don't get it. Like you guys should just be video with no voices. <laughs> see, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> well, we, you saw us last night. We were looking pretty good at the Century you guys, Club Banquet. You guys right? were cleaned up, showered. Yeah. I, I smelled John. He was smelling good. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't yep. happen too often, but he cleaned yep. up a little yep. bit. Yep. I usually good. smell like whatever is the last food I just spilled on my shirt. But <laughs> <laughs> last night, well, how about me calling out a? We were at that table with random old people, and and I, the old, some old lady starts eating her dessert like halfway, and I'm like, I called her out. I was like, "Whoa, you're eating dessert early, hun?" She's like, "Yeah, screw it." Turned out to be Jerry Tarkanian's wife. Oh wow, yeah. unreal, dude. She shoots her shot. Oh right yeah, there. sure. At all, just dessert, anything. She was just she riled up at the NCAA. <laughs> See, you were just making fun of us because we're still riled up about our eighth grade basketball team loss. She, it's been like forty years, and she's still mad at the NCAA. Yeah, that was good. The her quote that she had said about was it Kentucky, Kentucky oh, yeah. State. Oh, yeah. We're gonna. She said, the NCAA gets got so mad at, mad at University of Kentucky, they're gonna find Kentucky State. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So breaking news: Wilson Boys Soccer wins more league. First time since what, 2007? First time since 2007. It's been 12 years. Since um, we were in school. And there's a lot of reasons for that, um, but we've, we've fixed it and made it you know, happen this year, and now we're looking to replicate it today. Started replication mode for next year. Uh, even though our season's not even over yet, we're already thinking about, all right, what moves do we have to make to get back to this point that we are today? What, what changed this year? Like, Mr. Grossi, I went to Wilson. I played soccer at Wilson. I uh, was there in 2003, um, watched them, you know, win CIF, um, win more league that year. And then I graduated in 2006. Um, and the next year, they actually, after I graduated, they won again, 2007. And uh, bringing back, you know, that culture that uh, coach Sean Kennedy, who was my coach there, had, um, which was, you know, just winning, you know, preparation, um and all the steps that it takes to, you know, have a championship mentality. Um, and we really relaxed into our season because we were prepared from when the season started. And um, the biggest thing was our change of culture, bringing back tradition with, um, you know, having me as an alumni and this is how we do things at Wilson and how it's supposed to be. Um, so it's nice that we won, um, but the biggest win was the culture win. CJ just tried to put every single coaching cliche in that, in that answer of all time. <laughs> that sounds like us after a game. <laughs> that was that was like uh, we might as well be Aaron Andrews with that, <laughs> with the with the the cliche response she gave us. What we're the hell does that mean? What's just, culture? We're just as hot as Aaron Andrews, if you ask me. What does culture mean? Uh, for the players, things that they were working on. Um, I mean, four years ago, I think they were two and twelve was their record, and uh, they're when you're two and twelve. There isn't a lot that you're doing that's right. And um, also, they're probably at ends with each other. Hmm. Um, so teaching them, you know, the biggest, you know, there's, there's a lot of big things that we overcame in the past two years. As I've been there for, as a head coach for two years with soccer. And the biggest one was, you know, getting along and learning how to lose, learning from our mistakes and um, putting them behind us so we can move on to the next thing. So we probably would make, you know, 100 mistakes in a game, but prioritizing those mistakes into the top three things that we need to work on. And then once we've checked those off in our chart of work, making it our weakness into a strength and going on to the next few things. Um, I think that hardworking attitude and uh, learning from mistakes, learning how to lose and learning how to win with respect. 
I think that's a part that's uh, missing a lot in sports where you win and you rub it in or you lose and you point fingers at each other. And we made sure that those things didn't happen this year. So like that. Speaking of those three weeks you took off in the summer, what's what was that story where you like did you like stumbled into coaching the U.S. women's national team or something? Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, that? yeah, I heard that. that yeah. Oh, like that. I, that story's kind of blurry when you told it to me. Like, what what happened? Um, well, I big in club scene. Um, coached club soccer for ten years in Long Beach, and um, one of my former players. Uh, played at Long Beach City College. Um, she probably could have gone and played at a four-year college after that. Um, she is on a, a semi-pro or professional development team, um, getting players ready to make that jump to the U.S. national level. It's like the step right before that. And they had a, a coach um, who set up this uh, you know, tournament um, for them to play against the top teams in the world um, in Spain. And so... We went over there. Everything's paid for. It was nice. nice. Um, you know, flight over, hotel stay, um, all the food, travel, everything. But then game number one is against Atletico de Madrid, and they're ranked number one professional team in the world. And they spanked us, but um, it was a competitive game. Wow. Uh, we had them on their heels. What was and the score? It was 20 like, to zero? No, I think it was like 4 nothing. Oh, that's not um, bad. And I, at the end of the game, I actually, I get spanked by the women, women's <laughs> <laughs> national team. I don't care. <laughs> you spend any time. In- <laughs> Sorry, CJ, you can't say that because yeah, you're no, like I a cannot. coach or something. But. You spend any time in Barcelona? No, we we flew into Madrid and then we uh, took a, a bus down to La Lina, and then we went near uh, Gibraltar, um, which is you know at the southernmost tip of of Spain. But there's a rock, was, the rock there. There's a big rock there. Um, but yeah, it was really more of a business trip. Um, we went over there, um, and I didn't. We didn't do a lot of sightseeing. It was we're going to play Atletico de Madrid, Paris FC, and Everton, who are all full of players that are on national teams from Spain, England, um, Brazil, you know, all over. And our team had zero national team players. A bunch of college level players that are looking to make that jump to the national team. So um, we had competitive games with all of them and um, learned a lot. Um, and the best part was me at high school coach making the Atletico de Madrid coach, you know, throw his Gatorade on the ground in a, a frustration. Damn. That, that nice. felt good. I had no idea what he was yelling or cussing or saying, but uh, we we pissed him off to the point where they they knew they were going to – they're supposed to beat us, but we held him scoreless, I think, for 25 minutes. And he wow, was pretty hell pissed. yeah. I just <laughs> meal. Right? Yeah, there you go. So you're talking about the uh, the culture change at Wilson – which led mm. to a 2009 World League Championship. But what about the field change, the turf change? Did you have the advantage? Yeah. I mean, some of these other schools don't have that turf. Yeah. Mm. So that played to our advantage a number of ways. Um, our training was never interrupted based on weather. So, I mean, when it rains, it pours, and it really poured here right in the middle of our season, and we were able to train right through that. Um, second thing that benefited us was that uh, none of our games were canceled. Not one game was rescheduled for us uh, this year because of our turf. Um, even we were going to play Jordan at their home, and they said, well, we have so many games we have to make up. Can we just move it to your place? And so we got that game in, and we didn't have to log a bunch of games in a week. And, you know, that risks injury. Um, so that really protected us um, and helped us uh, get to where we're at. I'd say the last part is just our style of play. Um, we're very a very technical team. They have good footwork. 
And then if you're playing on a junky field that has, you know, bumps everywhere and the ball is like Plinko on the field hitting all these bumps, um, you can be the best player and then it hits a weird bump and, you know, you lose the ball. So having an even playing surface was important. Um, and it's hard to have nice fields at these schools. They have so many kids at the school that, you know, they just get so much wear and tear. And so having an artificial turf is is perfect surface to make it all happen. I, went to Mill- I was at Milliken the other day on their football field, and that field is it's brutal. It's like playing on infield dirt is mm-hmm. what it looks like. It's disgusting. I just want to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're a Milliken guy. Yeah. Um, that's exactly how our field was. And yeah, true. It's, you know, I feel, I feel bad for them. Um, but, you know, we did it for so long on the grass that it does play to your advantage if you're practicing on it. And yeah. then when you go to play a home game there, um, you're used to it. So now we're practicing on the artificial turf. If we go play on a field that's brutal, it kind of throws us off a little bit. So we like to go practice on the grass at times. At Wilson, we still have a grass field just to make up for that. Do you guys like playing in the rain? We we do, but when players get sick, it's uh, that's brutal. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to lose one of your starters. Uh, you get sick from the rain, you're just soft. That's yeah. not a real thing. <laughs> I don't know. That's like that's that's. I hate the rain. I always say it on this show. It's my, see, it's, Paul gets sick from the rain. It's my least favorite thing. I don't get sick from the rain. I get sick from like germs. No. Yeah, because working hard, touching like gas station do pumps you, and licking my hands. Do you co- wait? Do you teach at Wilson now? I don't teach. I coach three sports there. Um, and I coach club soccer outside of there and, you know, hustle outside that trying to make money legal, mm-hmm. legally, legal, nice, legal nice. hustle. Yeah, let's make that clear. Mm-hmm. Let's ah. make that clear. Ah, I, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I've been, legal, I've been legally yeah. hustling as well. Probably at the school about eight hours a day um, wow. with all the kids that I'm coaching and have good assistant coaches. So when the off season's <laughs> happening with one sport, um, they're keeping them going. Um, but uh, I didn't really plan for it to go this way. But I was assisting with the boys' soccer team unofficially um, three years ago, and then a coach resigned right before the season started. Uh, athletic director looked at me and said, can you do it for us? And I said, sure, I love soccer. Um, at the time, I was coaching um, JV soccer over at uh, St. Uh, St. Joseph with Eddie Perez, and uh, I was driving back and forth making that happen That's just to make some money. and. Now I just can stay at the same school the whole time and, and coach. Right. And so Jeff Evans gave you the gig, huh? He he gave me the nod. Ah, um, sick. I think the the boys at that that class uh, two years ago um, really connected with me, and uh, it made sense not to hire someone new right before the season started. Um, but uh, that was a great class two years ago. They sent we sent um, out of the thirteen seniors, eight of them went on to play in college. Um, so wow. they're a very talented group and help connect the dots for them to get to that next level. But this year we have uh, 23 seniors graduating. So it just keeps growing and growing. Um, our total program numbers, we had 62 last year for all three teams. This year we have 82. Damn. So we're trying to, with the culture change, another thing is creating an environment where people want to be. And everyone on our campus wants to join boys soccer. It's crazy. Even the kids we cut are like hanging out, you know, helping us with the scoreboard. And, you know, there's one kid that he does all our social media stuff. And like everyone just wants to be a part of this environment where it's like friendly, competitive, fun. And that's, I guess, another aspect of making it happen. So, Dub House. I like yeah. That. That's yeah, what you, it's called, huh? Yeah. yeah. Always hashtag Dub House. I'm a very Wilson Dubhouse. guy. 
You saw what, that. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing about being back on that campus? Um, or do, like, do you ever get deja vu? Yeah, big time. I mean, a lot of good memories from high school. And then a lot of, like, you know, those, like, man, you got to avoid, like, going to that bathroom because <laughs> it doesn't have toilet paper, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, man. Streetwise. Did, you got some streetwise. Did you have to go back to class with poopy pants one night? No, 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 no. no. It's just, you know, like, public. <laughs> How vulgar are you? Are you kidding? That's you know the, the, the uh, public public school bathrooms like they yeah, they disgusting. never have toilet paper. The one ply and who squares? I, like who's the person who just goes in there when no one else is in there and pees everywhere? Th- there's like pee on the walls. There's pee on the like who, who does that? <laughs> it's probably Paul Slater. No, <laughs> I would do it at Wilson. I wouldn't do it at Milliken. That's for sure. <laughs> never understood that. It's like there's pee not even close to the toilet. Yeah, PGIT right? Pee goes in the toilet. Yeah, that Remember is true. That. It's been like all Sometimes I'm walking around Wilson and I get like now these days if I have to go there and I'll just like I'll get a headache and like be like sad that I have to like go to practice after school or something. That that's, that's yeah. your neg- that's like a, neg- a negative. Like I, I remember like being tired and not wanting to go to practice. Oh. Culture is different now though, dude. We changed <laughs> it. We, we changed, changed the, the culture. culture over there. That is true. The the cool thing if we're talking about your memories <laughs> is I think I did text you a number of times of I'm in the activities director's office with oh Aaron yeah I saw, I saw those late yeah i saw those late like you know got stuck in the message purgatory yeah well because <laughs> i yeah you social you did it so on social media there's yeah. pictures of grossy like going to prom you know like <laughs> on okay. yeah there you go uh, you old, old school grossy yeah well i look a lot like i did do now I lost skinny, yeah yeah with okay bow tie like teal bow tie yeah. thing yeah, i think i remember you still got uh, it, don't my, you? <laughs> my legacy is still over there. There's no it's doubt. It's still hanging on the wall. Are they still yeah. talking about me? Or I think I think the kids have rotated enough that <laughs> they have <laughs> no wrong. idea. Yeah, Administration knows who you shame. are. All your teachers are probably still there. Wilson teachers don't leave. They they retire there. Do you see teachers that you yes had? <laughs> yes. Is it, is it weird? The the cool part is the teachers will come up to me, you know, wanting help with a student. Or I'll go up to a teacher needing help with a student and athlete, and um, knowing that you know I took their class, you know, that was pretty cool. But there's one teacher where I was a prankster, and oh hell yeah, same. And man, I really, I was a pain in the butt for this teacher. And then you have teachers a record are supposed to you're supposed to give role every day. Well, he was our teacher a record last year, and I started just oh you're our teacher of record. Hey, I'd like to apologize for like <laughs> math class in 2005, uh-huh. and he he had no memory of all the stuff I used to do in his class. That's Thankfully, good. that was good. But I think that's a little bit of karma. Bad boy, a little bit of karma. I needed to he had to force me to work with him later on. Are you the best coach in Long Beach right now? Definitely There's, not. Well, you have two. Don't you have two more league championships in like the last year? Helped with the girls cross country, um, and then boys soccer. So. I'm two for three so far this year in more league championships, but definitely not the best coach in Long Beach. Okay. That is not the case. Whoa. There's a lots of good coaches out there in all the different sports. Numbers never lie, though. <laughs> if you two for three and you play baseball, you're a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Six sixty-seven. If that's pretty damn good, if you ask me. Yeah, still gonna. If you add them all up, um, you look at people like our competitor from Milliken, uh, Petkovic, the coach at Milliken. He's won a lot. Do you know um, Coach Peck? Yeah, I mean, the, uh, we're 
we're real close. A lot of respect to him. Um, probably talk with him on the phone two hours a week during the season. Really? Just uh, sharing strategy with each other, talking about old times. He has a lot of – we have a lot of mutual friends. Um, he's friends with my old coaches and um, just family friends and stuff. But um, I was actually trained to just just hate that guy when I was in – high school because he's the competitor yeah um and then you just get to meet him and there's a lot of good people out there and he's he's probably one of the most kind guys that you can meet um and he's been very successful in boys soccer that reminds me of like spud o'neill yeah i was gonna say that's me and spud so trained to hate spud yeah. o'neill and then you meet him later in life you're like he's kind of sick awesome. yeah. yeah i want to be I'm his best friend lakewood baseball coach yeah yeah, yeah. he's is he still there yeah yeah, He's so still there, and he still wins games. Yeah, it's can you stupid. get this best coach stuff out? Uh, Spud, <laughs> Spud is way farther along. I've won no, one. Okay, hey, you're already talking. No, you need to well, learn. Already won, you've already won two this year. So, and he's how many does he have this year? Zero. <laughs> it's a spring sport, so he's still. So? You need to learn from Coach Peck a little bit because he would have said. If we had asked him that question, he would have said like the cockiest answer of all time. Yeah, Peck is still very cocky, isn't he? You you should learn how to interview from Coach Peck because I interviewed him one time and like I was ready to sign up for his team immediately or like pay him money or something. He just like he's a motivator. Yeah, he wanted me to come out and play for him in two thousand ten, but I was too good of a point guard, so I had to play basketball (laughs) instead. So. My bad, coach. My bad. <laughs> we don't want to see IF that year, no doubt. I think that Slater and I should go over to Milliken and make them name the field that they're going to build over there after him. After because, me? No, no. Oh. After Petkovic. Oh, I, I disagree. <laughs> I was thinking me for sure. Yeah. And I'm in. I'm yeah. totally in. No, I mean, who's won 800 games on that yeah. field? I mean, I, I agree. come on. Uh, DeHaven Stadium or Petkovic Field at DeHaven Stadium? That's that how you do it. Oh, uh, you do don't it. think so, huh? Was this bull diamond? Oh, uh, true, true, true. I but mean, they just got named after it, though, just they recently. Could sew his name into the artificial turf. I mean, I got to get the end zone because people forget I scored four touchdowns in uh, that game against Artesia that one year. Sounds like Ted Bundy. <laughs> like he scored a bunch of touchdowns <laughs> in high school. <laughs> Who <laughs> or is the, the uncle from Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's his name? <laughs> Cal. So you can eat. throw this. Football straight over those mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Paul knows his way around a shoehorn, that's for sure. What do you do for punishment? Uh, they punish themselves. Oh, so, they yeah. they. I mean, <laughs> if anything, you know, we would make them, you know, run a lap to clear their head and come back and get more composed. But if you imagine, we had 35 boys in our varsity team this year, all juniors and seniors, and having that many boys, you know, so energized and hyped, at moments you have to calm them down. But uh, that, I mean... First off, we 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 started with you know these are our guidelines. You cannot cross these lines, but man, they they talk a lot of smack with each other, but uh, they compete every day, and that's the the biggest thing. Um, so tapping into that, I think that's what won us the championship uh, yesterday. Was just that competitive atmosphere. I'd never been to a soccer game that was just so loud, and it was I mean I couldn't communicate with the players because you couldn't even hear yourself think. And it had like that football game atmosphere where it's just people are just screaming, screaming, screaming. And that is what we thrived on because um, we replicate that at practice. You know, pull out uh, some type of prize. Whoever does this gets this gift card or whatever. And they go nuts. I mean, it just ape, they go crazy over it. So um, I think that's what won us in the end. We we shouldn't have won yesterday. Hmm. Like you Cabrillo, like the last minute, right? Cabrillo was the best team, I mean, in our league. Um, but <laughs> we got it done down the stretch. We we're undefeated. Um, and we, we all our boys went to watch them play before we played them. 
Um, you know, we felt like we we outcoached them um, when it came to their preparation, and uh, damn, they were just giving it to us the second half. Like they were just, we'd win the ball and turn it over right away, and they'd come right back at us, and we we were just doing everything we could to park the bus, and all we needed was a tie, and then you know they give us a free kick from about half field, and we went, oh yeah, we've practiced this one, and they probably got like a. 10 minute lecture on what's going to, what we're going to do in that situation. And they execute it perfectly. Wow. Team so, of destiny. So yeah. I'd say there ain't nothing yeah. like having a good time and beating the shit out of people. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I want to hear CJ's pregame speech where he's just like, all right, listen guys, Cabrillo is way better than you. <laughs> uh, if we luck out, get a call. I don't know. Maybe we'll pull one out. Dude, they just weren't, lo- I would like check up on Twitter and stuff, the, the scores and, and whatnot. And you, I knew you guys were good, like going into the season, because I, I talked to you before the year. And you're like, yeah, we're, we're good. We're going to be good. And then you guys wouldn't lose. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, we played the hardest pregame schedule. Um, one of those teams, Loyola. Um, they were, I hate one, those douchebags. <laughs> they're right now ranked number douches. one in the southern section, number one in California. They're the defending state champions and they're number two in the nation. Really? And that's our like second game of the season. Holy moly. So and we lost 2 nothing, but we held them scoreless the second half. And that was when we knew, okay, if we can hold Loyola scoreless for you know 40 minutes, we got a pretty strong defense and we can probably give it to anyone. So yeah, that was kind of a glimmer. Some That's other teams it. will schedule games that are easier to kind of build confidence, but we wanted a, a tougher schedule to try to get the kinks worked out before the league started. I hate when teams do that. It's they like brag about how they're oh we're ten and zero going into league play, but you play freaking Helen Keller school for like the first five games, <laughs> so that's why you're undefeated right now. Like don't give me this stuff like you're undefeated going into league play. Schedule somebody, dude. Let's make it a freaking competition. Get better. That's what it's about. I'm, I'm we'll fired up. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to this. It's probably the most important question that we have. Are you mad at Bobby Houck or are you disappointed? Hmm. Bobby Houck. So Bobby, what he's talking about is Bobby switched to Lakewood High School to coach football and then is going to come to Wilson High School to help us coach with his dad um, track and field. Um, and he was originally coaching with Coach Ziegenhagen, um, Coach Zig for football at Wilson. Wilson play he played football at Wilson and he had been a ball boy at Wilson since he was like five years old. Then he became king of the ball boys. Mm-hmm. Then he became the equipment manager and he, then they had him with a headset on there at the end. But uh, part of the reason that he left was just when we built our stadium, we had to do all of our home games at Vets and student body didn't show up for that. It's too far away from home. It's all the way up and you know, it's pretty much Lakewood all the way up there. And we, we're short on funds. And so when it came to cuts, Bobby was one of those areas that the football team decided to cut until they could raise enough money to pay him. And so as soon as Bobby heard that the Lakewood coach was hired, he's really close with him and, you know, Meyer. And uh, Bobby went straight over there and said, you know, I want to work for you. And I really, you know, know, they have a a history and Meyer hired him on the spot. And it says a lot for for Meyer to keep in Long Beach, uh, you know, Long Beach Bobby is what they call him, Mm -hmm. um, active in football because he loves football. But uh, there wasn't a paid position for him with Wilson. And so that's why he left. I I don't blame him. And I really have some props for Bobby. Um, You know, he he's come a long way um, with his, you know, high functioning autism that he's got. Um, But now he's. 
you know, going up. He's got the balls to go up to the guy and interview for a, and kind of create a, his position for himself over there and get paid. There's a lot of people that wouldn't do that. Um, and, you know, I'm proud of him that he was able to do that. But, man, the kids that have been given it to him at school. Every time he turns the corner, they're like, go back to Lakewood. What are you doing over here? <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. He probably loves it. He'll give it right back to him, though. I, I haven't seen an equipment manager get like a, you know, you know, a shout out from podcast here and, you know, a tweet uh, announcement from the newspaper and all the people, you know, out there. So I was going to say, with all due respect to you, we've had Bobby on our show and he's way bigger guest than you are. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Bobby, I'll, we'll go out. Um, I mean, Bobby's probably one of my closest friends, but we'll go out, you know, EJ Malloy's after a game or something. Hell yeah. And the people on our left will know who he is, and the people on our right will know who he is, and they have no idea who I am. So you are 100% right. I think yeah. the last time we went, um, one of his friends who's a police officer paid for our meal. Damn, and no we, way. We went to go leave, and then the waitress was like, no, that guy paid for both of your meals. That's awesome. Like Bobby is like Ferris Bueller. Like, you know, the whole town yeah. is like supporting him and his cause to, you know, whatever it is. That's a good That's Long Beach Bobby. That ain't bad. Yeah, it's Ferris Bueller of Long Beach. All right, yeah. uh, we like to finish all of our interviews with a set of rapid fire questions. We okay. call these uh, we call these PKs. We'll, we'll call them PKs for right. you. All right. Okay. What's the coolest fun fact that you have in your back pocket? Like, if you ever need to bring out a fun fact, what is it? Coolest fun fact. I broke. Well, me and my girlfriend broke up because she wanted to move to Northern California. And I told her, we dated for like four years, and we were thinking about marriage. And I was like, nope, I'm married to Long Beach first. Wow. Whoa. Didn't expect that. That's I, am, <laughs> I am not going to move from <laughs> Long oh Beach. My is, that, God. is that a fun fact or like that, a kind of sad fun. fact? No, no, I don't know. It's well, fun now. That was, that was a couple couple years ago. But <laughs> I love Long Beach that much that, uh, you know, Whoa. you can't get me to move out of here. Yeah. Well, were you going to move Sacramento? That place yeah, sucks. Yeah, it's miserable. Yeah. Bay Area. No, no thank you. Damn, no, thank that's you. tight. What middle school did you go to? I went to Bethany Lutheran. Um, mm. You know, Ooh, in yeah. the you guys are Catholic school basketball coaches. Yeah. It's in that that church school kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. With uh, I had fifty kids in my graduating class, and then I went from there to Wilson High School with a thousand plus in our. We had at the time a thousand plus in our graduating class. It was a culture shock. I did not know what ditching was um, when I went to Wilson <laughs> High School. It's like, why would you ditch? All your friends are here. When I was in high school, I can I cannot say that I did not ditch. Ah, all right. Whoa. <laughs> okay. But we'll cut that out for the kids. I never so really got go. ditching either. I never really wanted to ditch. I'm a nerd. Yeah, you're a nerd. Back, you, knew, you knew it. Back when we were at Wilson, they had barbed wire to keep the kids in. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> did we have barbed when we When you were there? Yep. Well, I mean, right. Grossi and I went I th- to high school together. I, th- I think Boy, we, yeah, I think yeah. we all know that it, that a fence was enough to keep me. <laughs> I can't climb fences. I can't climb fences. So I, I was never quite uh, at the top. Let's just say that. What's your, what's the best place on Second Street? Oh, it's closed. AI. It's, oh, it's wow. That's true. That is. It's no longer there. I haven't been Bust since up. it closed. I haven't gone to Second Street since oh, AI. Oh wow. Boycott. So That's a big time boycott. You're a big Murphy's guy. You've seen me. You've seen me at Murphy's. Yeah. I like it upstairs at Murphy's. Normally you start out there. Yeah. Because yeah. they close early. Right. And then and you kind of, yeah. And then I was you there move the other on night. Next. 
Blackout City last uh, Big Bottle Friday. For Do you, you have your name on the wall is the question. Mm, I'm not a passport guy. No. I, just, I don't have a passport in real life. I don't have a passport <laughs> really? in movies. Uh, no, I'm an America guy. Well, if you want to <laughs> give give me a passport for drinking a hundred Coors Light, I'll do it any day of the week. Now you got to drink one of each. Yeah, I, but see, I don't need that. <laughs> My favorite beer is Coors Light. Why would I want to switch? I just realize I drink like places? I travel to America. Yeah, to Colorado. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get Miller Light. I'm gonna go get a Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go get a Coors Light. Like yeah. maybe if I'm crazy, like a little weekend trip to 805. Yeah, true. I'm not gonna go to freaking Stella Artois. Yeah, but even uh, Mexico, I'll go to Stella Artois. I'll go to Stella. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe Mexico. you guys can use your you know position here to change the rules with the passport. We should have I a like U.S. That. passport because this like is America. That. Oh, good point. And, good point. You know, this is America. We're the best country in the world. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I agree with that. Who's your fave uh, EPL team? Do you have one? I Again, this is America. I'm a big LAFC fan. Really? Whoa. Like, more than EPL. I'm going to do a game. I no could. Biggie. I mean, I mean. I'd love to go over and watch a live EPL game, but watching on TV is okay. But, you know, going to a live LAFC game, those people, if you talk about hype, those people are hyped. And they've only been alive for a year. Well, and the they're, team. Yeah. And the, and the people, the have, been people, alive people have been alive for a while. Bunch of babies, really? <laughs> <laughs> have, Stadium full of babies would rattle the other team. The most hyped babies yeah. that they've got. <laughs> <laughs> that stadium's tight though. I've been there a couple times. It's pretty sick. Yeah. They've turned tradition in a year. I don't know how they did it, but mm. and that's awesome. Who's your favorite president from the seventeen or eighteen hundreds? Are you kidding me? <laughs> really? Yeah. Am I supposed to know? <laughs> I mean Well you say you're a big American. Who guy. asked that, that question? Like no one listening here to talk, this podcast you're over here talking about cares your, about what I think. <laughs> you're over here talking about your Mr. Big America guy. Oh, I like America. I like America. Do you? I mean, George Washington, he threw it down with, like, you know, set it all this Which up. Which number was he? He did throw it down. He was number one. He was number one. I, I have no idea what year that went down. Was it 1727? Is that close? <laughs> oh, God. Am I pulling that out of my... Oh my God! You gotta be You're you're around like high school kids. They probably all fail their history tests. 1776. Are you a joke? History. It was hard for us. We're younger guys. True. You know, we had to study a lot of it. True. For our parents, it was like two pages. That was That's history. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That's true. Didn't think that about it like true. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I like that. All right, CJ. Hey, thanks for joining us, man. No problem. It was a great time. No uh, congrats on the freaking big uh, more league championship. Good luck in the playoffs. Do, yeah. When's the when's the uh, the we start on February 7th is the uh, first day, and the brackets are released this Sunday, so we hope to get a good Damn. draw. This is a lavish office you guys got you here. You like this, huh? Nice. All these sponsors bad. that you guys, they have got gold on the wall. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Uh, Egyptian tile floor. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. But the people oh, wouldn't know because this is a podcast. So. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> You're a lucky one. You're a lucky one. All right, CJ, thanks, man. Greg's a male nurse. Wow, that's great. What a guy. Hey, one of the maybe one of the... 10 best people in the city that does uh, most for the city. CJ, I'm glad we were able to get him on the show. He's been doing a lot. Look, he used to work at the YMCA. He's like volunteers all over the place. Good dude. All right, look, the mayor is like in Cambodia right now doing something. Do you know <laughs> Cambodia was? Is that true? Yeah, he's in Cambodia. The mayor's in Cambodia? Uh, he's, I, there's Cambodia all this, town? There's all this. No, no, no. Real Cambodia. I guess this is the second. Long Beach is the second most populated Cambodia p- yeah, spot for Cambodians outside of Cambodia. That's something true. Like that, yeah, which is kind of sick. But I guess we're our sister city is in Cambodia, 
which is I don't know how to pronounce it. Laos. No, like pen. Oh, pen Viking. Yeah. Pen-ma-king. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that. Santa Claus taught me that. One, yeah. <laughs> but so he the the mayor's over there and everybody's acting like this guy's so sick. He's doing some stuff over there. But when Long Beach needs him the most, he's gone. But who's here when Long Beach needs him the most? CJ Brewer. Yep. Yeah. Out here battling, winning more league championships, getting kids better. The mayor's got to go visit his sister city. CJ didn't even leave when his girlfriend was leaving. Yep. You kidding me? Amen. Yeah, his girlfriend was like, hey, I'm going to Cambodia. And he's like, nah. See ya. See ya. This is my, this is my city. Yeah. I need to be here because my city needs me the most. Yep. Glad to have him. Yeah. How about after the interview where he gives me this awesome shirt, this Wilson soccer shirt? Hey, that's a like I don't have those nice. It's a nice Nike one. Dry. It's called Dry Fit. Yeah, Dry Fit. Those are nice. Yeah, it's for athlete. It's athlete. Athleisure. Athlete, athletes wear those. And then he gives Paul a notebook. He gives me the notebook. Was epic. He gives me the notebook and says, "Here, here's a notebook for you to take notes." And I was like, "Damn." That was he, sick. Because he gave you the shirt first. And then about five minutes later, after CJ left, Paul goes. Damn, this is sick. I actually really needed a yeah, notebook. Yeah, I didn't even want to. <laughs> <I needed a laughs> notebook. How about, he said? How about what he said? Yeah, some kid left it. He said the notebook. Some kid left the notebook. That's why oh, that's he gave awesome. it to me. So thank you to that student who left their notebook. And there's no notes in it, though. So somebody wasn't doing their job study. Uh, yeah. So wasn't a nerd then, which is good. Try CJ's notebook from high school. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, get to – let's finish this to uh, wrap, wrap this show up. A uh, little sports, little some sports here for you, John. Okay. Little good juju, bad juju. Haven't done it in a while. Good juju, bad juju. Juju Smith Schuster of the Pittsburgh Steelers, our once favorite athlete turned least favorite athlete. Uh, he didn't come to the Century Club, by the way, which is some bullshit. Where you? Where were you? Yep. The Pro Bowl was last week. Actually, it was actually the day before. <laughs> he still couldn't make the flight. Still couldn't make it. Uh, Almost got hurt at the Pro Bowl. Hurt his knee. Little knee contusion. Okay. Ended up being okay. Uh, he's going to be fine. But wouldn't that have been shitty? Like, if the guy gets hurt at the yeah. least, the worst game on earth, worse than opening day of baseball? I would not have liked it, but you probably wouldn't have minded because you hate Juju Smith. No, 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 but I don't, no, I don't, I don't wish injury on anybody. Mm. It's not good. As a person who once broke their kneecap in college, uh, running into the fence in oh, the outfield. Thank you. thank you for your service. <laughs> but <laughs> he didn't have actually that big of an impact in that old uh, game. I know you didn't watch because you don't even watch regular season football games. But true. I but, literally I got home, was wanted to turn football on, and I was like, no, I'm going to turn that on. Pro Bowl? Yeah, it's a nightmare, dude. It's the worst game on earth. They don't, which I don't blame them. They don't work. They don't like tackle each other and whatnot. But you can't get hurt in the Pro Bowl. Joel Batonio was in the in the Pro Bowl. Do you see him wearing the uh, little decals on their helmet? Yeah, I saw a million pictures of it. Oh, you did? Oh no, I was just I saw it during the game. <laughs> I was just saying I don't really care about that. Oh, uh, okay. Do you? I, I thought it was kind of sick. All right. I saw it like I actually saw it during the game because I watched it. And like their decals were there. Yeah. Woodrow Wilson High School, dude. It was pretty sick. That's pretty sick. Joel. Well, you already said it wasn't sick, so you can't say it's sick. Okay. Oh, you got something to say to Joel? No, no, no. Joel's my man. Good dad. Good good guy. What's wrong with me? Good dad. I don't know. Some, dude, you, is something wrong with me? Yeah, you look terrible. You you 
You're acting terrible. <laughs> You've been abysmal on this it's podcast today. Abysmal so far. But, hey, we have 10 minutes left in the show. Okay. So we'll go ahead and battle, all right? Okay. This is the biggest part of the show, too. Super Bowl week. Yep. Probably it's a top 15 day of the year, I'd say. I don't – do you like the Super Bowl more or while, or uh, conference championship weekend more? You probably like the Super Bowl more. Uh – this last conference championship weekend was unbelievable. Yeah. So there's two football games on. Yeah, that was probably better. Yeah. And there's less uh, pressure to like have to do something. Oh, for you could just like, naturally said, for you naturally not for do, the players. Yeah, for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit about the players. So they're pawns in the game of football that, that I'm watching. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, everyone's always, like, calling each other, like, oh, what are you doing for Super Bowl? Like, stop. Who? I don't know. But let, but the conference championships, you just wake up, you call your buddies, you let it roll. Yeah. I, uh, it's easier. I totally agree. I'm 100% on board with you when it comes to that. The Super Bowl is – it's mainstream. It's too mainstream for me. Yep. you got all these people that haven't watched games at all the whole year. And now all of a sudden the big game comes around and they want to party and like drink a bunch of beer with their friends on one Sunday. Where were you the last 18, 19 weeks? Yep. I've been out here grinding. Yep. I've been my eyeballs glued to the TV watching freaking Jaguars versus some shitty AFC team. But they've been like out going hiking and doing all this <laughs> other hip ass stuff, going to a juice bar. Where were you, you know? And now people are trying to, like, say, oh, I'm so excited for the Super Bowl. Give me a freaking break. Okay. Although I love the Super Bowl just because chips and dip, wings. Yeah. It's, like, basically my dream buffet in one day. The problem is, too, what sucks is that since the Patriots are always in it, everyone can just say their stupid shit about the Patriots, even though they haven't wa they've watched, like, five football games in the last ten years. Yeah. Everyone can just be like, ah, Belichick, you gotta trust Belichick. I know. I'm like, uh, Tom down the stretch, he's gonna be fine. And you're like, yeah, you're right. You said you said that last year. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually just telling people what I'm gonna be saying. Yeah, that's so true. Well, at least you know a little bit about the Rams. You watched like two games this year. Oh, I'm a big Ram guy. Yeah, that. But before the playoffs started, you, you want like, your curveball. Really I was in Big Bear. Knew pretty much everyone, like, well, I was with this big group, knew everyone I was with, except there's this one random guy, friend of a friend. His name's Sean McVay. No way. Was it him? Uh, it could have been. He had an off week. So, basically, I just made a ton of stupid Sean McVay jokes, as did everyone else. And, uh, okay. uh, and then, like, this one night we were drunk, and I, I was just, like, got cornered in this conversation with him, and I was like... You hate when people make Sean McVay jokes? And he's like, yeah, it's pretty annoying. Really? Oh, just because he's a <laughs> But was right back at it the next day. I was no, right back at he's it. He's probably a douchebag. That's why. Yeah. You got to let it. He probably doesn't even know who Sean McVay is. Yeah. Some random nerd, huh? Yeah. What are you looking forward to most about the Super Bowl? Uh, oh, let's, get, let's get a take. Here. I want to get the perspective of, of a non-sports fan like yourself on what it means to watch the Super Bowl. Uh, looking forward to the halftime show. Looking forward to the commercials. That's what you. That's your thing. You really do like the halftime show. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, 
I hate the halftime show, and I I'm, I told you last oh, week. Yeah, commercials yeah, yeah. are you hate the commercials. No one does funny commercials anymore. Okay. This is the year of the funny commercial, but no one's gonna do it. Yeah. What's your favorite snack? Super Bowl snack? Uh, it's it's got to be chips and dip. There's for what dip? Let's be oh, be specific on, here. On, onion. A little French onion. French onion. Yeah. Okay, I like that. A little Lay's chips, Ruffles, yeah, so, somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean. Chips and salsa, if it's there, I'm going to eat it. But when you think of Super Bowl, you really think of the, the French onion dip and the Lay's chip. Guacamole is a big Super Bowl. Uh, in Southern California. That, well, that's where I'm from. Hmm. That's who's listening to the show, not someone from true. like Florida. That's true. <laughs> uh, chips and dip. And then. I mean, you forgot wings. Wings is just it's an absolute staple. You can't. You can't watch a football game without eating wings. Uh, chili cheese dip. Yeah. Uh, any type of chili queso dip is a must-have. That's the best part about the Super Bowl is the spread. The spread's unbelievable. unbelievable. How? Ooh, you miss it. Subpar spread at the Century Club banquet. I was calling people out. What do you mean? You know the pre-thing where, where everyone's walking around like mingling? Yeah. And they have the appetizer spread. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was embarrassed. Really? I told him. I said, I think That's I told. Uh, I think I told I JJ. Pissed. I told JJ. I was like, I'm embarrassed to be wearing the Century Club pin and be associated with this spread right now. It was atrocious. Yeah, that's you got to go all out. Because that's what I, I mean. That's when people think of me, they think of John. This guy knows appetizers, charcuterie. Yeah. This guy knows little mini hot dogs. Uh, Chips. See, that's what you're absolutely right. They missed the mini hot dogs. There were no mini hot dogs. Really? There was like there did some cheese, but it was not the classic cheeses you want that are easy to get. It was like that one blue triangle looking cheese. Did they have uh the meatballs? No meatballs. Oh well that that's their problem. With a little stick and you uh maybe someone's walking around with those. But with a little sauce, a little dipping sauce? You just you got these athletes coming from Texas from all over and you're gonna put out a subpar spread. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, all right. Also, I was looking at this uh, this list of places to watch the Super Bowl today in Long Beach, and I don't know some freaking absolute scrub who's probably never watched a football game in their life wrote it, <laughs> and like was trying to trying to tell. First off, here's the deal. If you're like a person who doesn't really like the game, like what doesn't really like football that much. Like you're probably just going to watch at your house. Like if you're going to watch or like at a friend's house, you're not going to like go out of your way to go to freaking Panama Joe's Panama Joe's to watch the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I guess, uh, legends was one spot, which is like obvious. Yeah. Uh, what's the place over on Broadway? Little Irish bar, Gallagher's. Gallagher's was one of them. Uh, more of a soccer bar. Yep. Let me tell you. Yep. Football maybe, but more of a soccer bar. Also, I guess there's like this 5K happening this weekend, and the person said, like, if you're looking for things to do, there's a 5K to do this weekend. That's true. You can't do a 5K on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, you can. It's no. like the turkey trot. No. You can't do the there turkey There are more truck. calories consumed on the Super Bowl than on Thanksgiving. That's fine. It doesn't mean you have to run a 5K today. <laughs> you know? That's so bad. Don't waste my time. Don't waste my time. 
I don't know who wrote this list, but I guarantee you they didn't put on the number one, Avenue 3. I know. That's the banners I'm... went up yesterday for the – Avenue 3 Pizza has been putting up these Super Bowl party banners, the same ones for the last 15 years. Yep. Just gets me going inside. We yeah. went that one year. That was awesome. The Avenue 3 – I'm going to say it. Avenue 3 is the most underrated place in, on, on, uh, in Long Beach. Wow. Most underrated. That's probably Cold true. Cold beer. Because no one rates it. Good food. Yeah. Good wings. Great pizza. I know. It's Love their pizza. pizza. Pepper the atmosphere is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. The, only, the one bad thing about it, and the only, probably the only bad thing about it, is sometimes you want to back Back rest. to your chair. Yeah. yeah. I, That's I knew, it. Knew where he was going. Well, yeah. That's it. But if you get that one spot. Oh, baby. With a pillar. That might be the best spot in Long Beach. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You could sit there for hours. Oh, you get the pillar and a nice backrest. Oh, you yeah. Can crush six schooners in a heartbeat. Two hours, six schooners, easy. That's true. All right, who you got? Give me a score and a winner. It's gonna be Rams. It's gonna be thirty-one twenty-eight. Wow, that's a pretty good football score. I like that. Yeah. I watched those two Rams games this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here's the deal. If the Patriots win, I win a lot of money, so I'll, I will be rooting for the Patriots at the game because I don't have a tie to either team. You know what I mean? The Rams you are from You literally LA. live here. Yeah, but I'm not a Rams fan. See, I don't know? like that. That's fine that you – I'm not mad at you for being a Rams fan because they moved to L.A. because you didn't have a team. And now the team came, and now you can hop on. Like, that's great. I'm all in for that. Makes sense. It's, it's That's common sense to me. But that I'm not a Rams fan. I think I want the Pats to win just because I win money. I think I think the Rams are going to win the game. Mm. I really do. Mm. I really do. I don't know. You got Belichick, and he's always been good. <laughs> and the thing is, when you get Tom the ball down the stretch ball. I'm going to say final 30 20. 30 20? 30 20. The Rams defense has been bad all year long, yep. but they got superstars and they're going to show up, I think. But you got Tom Brady. You got Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's. <laughs> Do they still have a Wes Welker? Can I drop a Wes Welker line? Uh, they got a guy like Wes Welker. So just, just say. Uh, What's the new guy's name? Edelman. Just Edelman. say, like, uh, yeah. that guy looks like Wes Welker out there and you'll get a good laugh. Yeah, you're right. So that, there's a good one for you. Where are you watching it? You don't know yet? It's a play-it-by-ear type of thing? It's a play-it-by-ear. I got to work at Rosini. I work at Rosini's. I've worked at Rosini's the last, like, five or six Super Bowls. Uh, so epic because you make a lot of money before the game. Nobody calls during the game. Maybe you take a delivery at halftime or whatever, and you just enjoy some chips and dip. I bring everything for the, for the people that are working there that day. There's pizza already there. You know, you toss <laughs> yeah. one in, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about ordering pizza and you're thinking about calling Rosini's, which is a long shot, don't you dare call me during the game. Hmm. If you freaking pick up that phone and dial Rosini's while the game is happening, I will come over and fight you. Don't waste my time. That's all I got. It's beautiful. Thanks, dude. All right. You got anything else? Whose house? 
Rams house. I'm I'm rooting for you, bud. This would be big for me. Yeah, you're gonna be a big time. I almost guy. don't want the Rams winning because I don't want like people know I'm a Rams fan. I'm just, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, dude, your team won." I'm also be like, "Yeah, I, I don't really care." All right, let's get to the 908 athlete of the week. This week, Pauly basketball player, a uh, friend of the show, I know him quite well, Jordan Williams, who's on my fantasy team last year. I don't know if you remember. J-Dub. We did the family fantasy draft. Yep. Jordan Williams with the G. Jordan with the G. Uh, Gordon? No, Jordan. G-I-O-R-D-A-N. Jordan Williams. That's pretty messed up. Well, G-W, George Washington. G-W, mm. Jordan Williams. Doesn't want to just be like Mike, you know? Yeah. Paulie won their 10th straight league championship, which is kind of... That's kind of mind-boggling, if you ask me. It really is. Because for basketball? Basketball is usually pretty cluttered at the top. 10 in a row. That actually is wild. Good for them. That literally just surprised me. Ten in a row, they blew out Milliken sixty-nine to fifty to win the. Because remember, Milliken was Milliken was pretty good. Milliken was good. Compton, Compton was, was good, good back in the day, and they were just winning the whole time. That's pretty crazy. That is actually very wild. Good for them. Shelton Diggs, a uh, good guy. Yeah. He went to Paul. He played a long time ago. He's uh, Snoop Dogg's manager, I think. Mm. Something like that. Jordan Williams, twenty-six points. Congrats to Pauly on their 10th straight. That still blows my mind. Good for them. That is incredible. By the way, big game on Thursday. Milliken Girls Soccer versus Pauly Girls Soccer for the Moore League Championship. If wow. Milliken wins, it's like their first Moore League title since... Dude, I have no idea how long. Just a freaking long-ass time. If Milliken wins. Really? I thought Milliken was always good at soccer. Yeah, but they're always like... It's been a Wilson Pauly. It's Wilson Pauly. It's always Wilson Pauly at the top. So Milliken can really take over. They're in first place right now. They need a draw or a win against Pauly to win the more league. Carly Slater, my niece, is on that team. I don't know if you know this, but she's number five. She's If you just look out on the field, she's probably one of the better players. Mm-hmm. Sorry about it. Jeans, good jeans. <clears throat> All right, that's it. I'll be better next week. Yeah, you want to you apologize? Well, we had a hard noon schedule. You you schedule this thing for eight a.m. Oh, it's my fault. Yeah. You said eight a.m. I said morning. Well, I got stuff to do between. I'm already late. I got something oh, no, somewhere at nine thirty. Okay, I'm well, not late. I'm about. I'm just right on time. Right on time. All right, let's let's wrap this thing up. Uh, subscribe to the show if you haven't. If you haven't, you're you're such a douchebag if you haven't subscribed <laughs> to the show. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, can you tell them why life is great in the nine oh eight? Because shooters shoot. So shoot your shot. Yeah. Huh. Know what I mean? Huh. What you gonna do when I come through, babe? Stop me, your game looks sloppy, you need more practice, maybe you like this, to enjoy the game by midway, I can drive around you, even shoot a trait, a three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet, back it out and fade away out of net, hang time. Oh, what you wanna do? Tell me, huh. what you gonna do when I come through, bang? Oh, what you wanna do? Fast breaks, I leave, you know the rules.
Bobby's crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that. School. Next time, remember who you're playing. You get no mercy. Know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too fun to lay up. Catch you on a rebound. Game over. Stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna yeah. do? Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?